0: You start with savings you start thinking about how to qualify to buy a house how much money do you need so if you're not in a position where people around you are homeowners or talking about it it's hard for you to be ambitious enough or know enough to say okay I'm gonna buy a house so something the conversation or you have to be around that to know okay this is the first step that I got to go take to go speak to a banker to get qualified or do I have enough money, do I have a good, stable job where I can afford the, the payments, and where do I start? So it sure, sure. starts with that, just knowing where to start and getting some guidance on, on how to start. I'm a firm believer in, hurry up bro, I'll get in the seat. <laughs>
1: I'm a firm believer in before you could achieve it, you have to envision it. And I never even envisioned my first condo until I went to check my homie. We were. We, I used to check him in a basement apartment. We're doing our thing, you know. He's in a basement apartment. He goes and buys one of the condos at um, Humberline. So I go in there on some holy smokes. That just blows my mind. I see security stop me like, excuse me, sir. We trying to go. I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm like, I'm trying to get to the elevator. He's like well which tower are you trying to go to I'm like what there's two different ones <laughs> that right there just yeah. blew my mind to the point where I was like wow I, I want to get one of these for myself yep, yep. and I remember I asked my friend at that time and I had no, no money at all <laughs> and I just asked questions like this and that and that and this yep, yep, yep. so I think you're right once you have the conversation that's key but you really don't have the conversation if none of your friends have if no one around you had that conversation, it just doesn't occur. What do you think is harder for people to come across, the down payment or the credit? I'm gonna tell you already. I find it's you the credit, cause credit you can't control.
0: Yeah, I, I I have to agree with you on that. When a lot of people come to me, um, and sometimes they have the money mm-hmm. and they think that just because they have the money that they can uh, buy a place. Yeah. Just because they think money talks and you know, money, this money, that. But I agree, when they come with me, they come with me and we go to the banker and we say, okay, these got 15,000, 20,000 minimum. As a, as a first time buyer, minimum down payment is 5%. So let's get that out All there. Right. So he said, hold on, he <laughs> says
1: first time home, oh, for you to buy a house first time home, 5% down. For right. a person like me, tell me what that number is first. Also.
0: Okay, so for a $300,000 condo, 5% is 15,000. That's minimum down payment, and then you got closing costs. Let's add another 1%, so $3,000. So total, about 18000 to buy your first property for about 300000
1: Okay, see, so that lets you know. When I went to him, this is who I got my spot from. When I went to him, I literally went to him with one question. How much money do yeah, you just, need? Just <laughs> the, I, I just, just wanted to and said, how much do I need to come back with?
2: And then what, what about those people who have that money? the credit is what what do they have to do
0: so I I work with uh, a company that uh, builds those credits up Mm -hmm. so what we do is we tell everybody to pull their own score from Equifax Mm -hmm. so it doesn't bring their score down number Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. then we take that report and then we give it uh, to the company that I work with and it's free of charge when you work with me exclusively Mm -hmm. and you end up buying with me. Mm -hmm. Right, because it's all in the pool. Mm -hmm. So what we'll do is we'll, okay, the the minimum score you should have is 680. Okay, okay. okay. So when you check your Equifax, there's your credit history, and then you have your Beacon score. When you do a 5% deal, it's an insurance deal, it goes through a company called Canada Mortgage Housing Corporation, CMAC, Mm -hmm. and their qualifications on top of the bank's qualification is that first-time buyers should have at least a minimum of 680 beacon score, okay? If you're close to it like 670, 675, they will make exceptions if you don't have too many debts. So now we're talking about credit, credit history, beacon score, so now you have the money, now we have to fix your credit to qualify for the first-time buyer qualification program. So we have programs where it might take three months, Six months to twelve months. So some people come to me with five hundred and they get to six eighty in six months, right? So we—that's that's that's, that's, that's amazing. That's an amazing credit bump. People think that they can't build their credit that quick. Mm -hmm. They have no like awareness of credit because when we grew like we growing up in school like. We didn't really have uh, courses on credit. Was, yeah. No, no, there was no, that, no. nothing. There was nothing, a course right?
1: nothing. Budgeting, <laughs> bill paying, credit, oh, no. taxes. You know what integers are? You know what bed mass is? I can tell you what bed. <laughs> I know, I know, they, they show you the basics. So
2: yeah.
1: that just shows you, that just shows you. Um, with the housing market, money, credit, it's a big drop, we all know, to come from Metro Housing to getting your own place. That jump plus getting the money, is there any way you can see someone doing in 2019 rent to own? Or is or or rent to own always been a thing of the past, it's not real?
0: No, it, it is real. I'll explain it like very briefly, very quickly. Rent to own is if uh, you have an investor who buys the house today. Like, I, okay, I'm gonna help you buy this house, okay? So I'll buy the house, I'm gonna buy it for 400000 mm-hmm. right? We're gonna sell it to you for four fifty, mm-hmm. right now. But you don't have the down payment. But you're gonna qualify to, to buy it yeah. in, let's say, three years. So the rent to own now is between you and that investor.
2: Yeah.
0: So you are a renter right now mm-hmm. until you become the owner.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But when you qualify for it, you qualify for the price that you negotiated yeah. in 2019. Right? So, so you would pay the rental fee for the, for the uh, current owner, and then on top of that, you would pay another additional 500 to 1,000, mm-hmm. which goes towards your down payment for the three years you're renting. Yeah. Then after the three years, you, you might have 20,000 saved for the 450, mm-hmm. the down payment is 5% minimum. Yeah. So yeah. you take that and then you qualify at that time. And at that time, the property might be 650. Mm-hmm. So if you qualify for the 450, you, you're winning at the end of the day. But nowadays, the, the inventory is a problem, and then the housing market is such high demand yeah. that rent-to-own is, is fading away. Mm-hmm. And it's making it harder for people in social housing, people who to are renting, out. to get out and to enter the market. Mm-hmm. Right, yes. because it, that options, before we had developers from the states that um, Islington and, and uh, Finch there, they were providing their own financing to people and creating yeah. rent-to-own, like okay. they were offering zero down, uh, full loans, so we had those back in the days when the market wasn't so in, exactly. in such demand, so, uh, so now it's like everybody's buying, we have you know people from overseas coming and buying, so there's man, no need man, to at Vancouver.
1: Look at Vancouver! Yeah. Yeah. back. Right. The market, you see like buying a house, yeah. what, what do you think bro? You think buying a house is still people's dream, or do most millennials because I've seen something that they said You should be living your life with starting a family, purchasing a property, starting a business, and flourishing. But instead, what people are doing is they can't start a family, because most people are still living at home. They don't really have the... They can't start a business because they're in the process of working still. And buying a home is just coming off as a naive dream instead of a reality.
2: No, I think think people still... Are every day working towards buying homes. It's just um, could you what work towards, could
1: you work towards something? You could calculate and see no matter what I do, it's not even adding up. You could kind of run your your paychecks, your logistics throughout the year, and be like, "This is not even adding up right here."
2: But this is the whole thing: people are going to university, coming out of university, getting legitimate jobs, and because of the society versus saturated with all these buying. There's a lot of people that have, even though they have the knowledge of financial, you know what I mean, um, education, they still are like addicted to shopping, addicted to you know mm-hmm. living above your means, and so. so now, do we
1: not? So it's not a it's not a problem with the housing market. It's a problem with
2: spending. No, no, no. Certain certain demographics have their issues, right? And, and that's what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to come towards. There's a lot of people who are working those university jobs, and their choice is not whether I can get a house or not, but can I get a house in my neighborhood? Can I stay around my family? I have to go and buy a house in um, um, Sh- Shel- Shelburne. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. <laughs> so, Wait,
1: you're getting out, everyone from Shelburne, get out of it. here. Everyone from Shelburne, I'm get
0: out like, a personal.
2: That's a personal bias towards Shelburne. No, no, <laughs> no. That's not a personal bias. The houses in Shelburne are cheap.
0: It's going up. How much
2: out, is the yeah. house in Shelburne? Right? Like mid-four. And how much is the house in Brampton?
0: Seven.
2: Okay, so <laughs> the that's choice is, am I going to buy a house for seven and stay near my family or go cop that four and drive an hour?
1: I would drive for three hundred thousand. You get a nice car for three
0: hundred thousand. You can get a nice car for three
2: racks.
0: You know what I see people doing? Racks. They they go to Shelburne, yeah, and then when they make like enough money, they come back to the city. Okay. When they can uh, make a of sacrifice, course. and yes. I, I go back to sacrifice. So like, well, I I give seminars for first time bars, and and what I preach to them is like sacrifice. Like if you're spending, if you're making sixty thousand a year, and that's how much you're making, you need to know, okay, how much are my expenses? How much can I save? And you have to make a, a conscious effort to say, okay, if I'm not gonna buy those Louis Vuittons or if I'm not gonna buy that Versace, I'm saving four grand, five grand. It's not taking away from you, right?
1: Instagram came around and people <laughs> have to look good. Okay. So, okay. the Louis, I, they, they, they show something. Since the birth of Instagram, Gucci Louie Prada's been doing a steady little climb, you know, like, they're doing a steady climb.
0: It's, okay. It's
1: a steady upward stream they doing because people have to show what they're wearing. So I understand what you're saying. You have to make sacrifices to get stuff. I the real, I want to ask you a real question. What is the average age of the average person that comes to get a home from you, whether condo or a home? What do you think that, the, the average
0: age when they first come to you? I would say, um... Like mostly first-time buyers, is like sixty percent of the market, right? So I'll deal. With, like I'll tell you, like their age group right now is about twenty-five to thirty-five. The millennial. They're 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 trying desperately to get into the market so right now. So for
1: everyone that feels, oh, I'm not living right, or no, twenty-five to thirty-five. That's the average age for first-time home buyers. Yeah. You are not late. You You are early. You're just
2: on time. Don't rush God's timing. And then why would you be? Why would you be like worried about an average age, right? It's about it's about timing, timing. But and, you know, how and, some, and, people and get, some people get some people get some work. people get depressed. Are you mature enough to make the sacrifices? Like, do you even want a home? Are you? Maybe Sorry. your your plan is to travel. Maybe you're putting all your money into your business, and you're an entrepreneur, and you you know what I'm saying? So, no, so, so, so people. This is, we're talking about. Talk about sacrifice a little bit more.
0: Okay so like I I had a lot of uh, clients who came to me about 2 years ago and I said I'll work with you just save don't eat out it's healthier eat at home and just try to create a lifestyle where it's simplified mm-hmm. and even when you're going out you're not splurging as you yeah. as you were because now you have a chip in your mind like saying okay that could be a hydro bill or that could be property tax so when you you just got to be res- responsible thinking and You just really have to, you know, just be, I'm not saying be less social, I'm just saying you have an end goal and think about your friends, there's five of you, everybody's doing the same thing, but at the end of the year, you're going to get a house because you made the sacrifice, you decided not to buy this crazy outfit or you didn't go on this vacation or whatever, but it's going to be worth it because you're going to end up with your own property. You're going to become a homeowner and you're going to see what that opens up for you. Equity. It just becomes better from there. Right? So you have to think of it as a long term investment too. Don't go thinking I'm going to buy a house and flip it next year and make a quick 40 grand, 50 grand. No, think of it as a retirement plan for your children, generational wealth. Right? Build. Right? It's a foundation. We have a great opportunity in this land and there's no prejudice. If you have money and you qualify, you can go buy. And you could build your wealth thank you thank you my brother coming through dropping nothing but
1: mad knowledge
2: yeah we got mad mad <laughs> knowledge over here yeah. and, and this is what people really are thinking about a lot of everybody's. this is you said 25 to 35 you know what i'm saying and and yeah that's what it is like home ownership investments and and, and building our communities to where we can have a say and what goes on in our community.
1: I'm just happy that there's going to be some young some young guy or girl that's going to hear this, and they're going to get the knowledge so much faster than we all did. Exactly. Yep. So by the time they're our age, they're going to be so dumb far. Right. <laughs> they're going to be so... I was telling someone the other day, if I... I'm, people are saying, I'm fired, I'm like, I'm not far because I've been doing this. I for like eight
2: years. What if I've been doing this for longer? No, no. If, if, a, if a kid sacrifices... I'll tell you, he could be coming out of high school with his 20 racks to p- put down.
1: That's what I'm trying to say. And, they they and already have the knowledge. Yeah, the key is yeah. to pass the knowledge
0: down and pass it down sooner. And, and uh, what, to what you guys are saying, that's the strategy. Like my nephews, I tell them take advantage of co-op, right? Go and uh, get involved with what you want to do. Make sure you have a secure job and make sure you take advantage of these, these good opportunities, 17 years old. By the time you're 19, you've already got a job, you're in an internship, you mm-hmm. might have got hired, you might have straight entered the uh, work field. I'm not saying education is bad, I'm saying have your education, have your internship, have your backup plan, just go hard as you can, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and have fun doing it because when you do it younger, mm-hmm. you'll be able to enjoy it when you're even mm-hmm. s- sooner. Like people usually think about in their 30s about buying a home, starting a family. Think about it when you're 17 18 because life is going to hit you real quick when you're 18 and things are going to go very much faster than they were going
2: before as we all probably yeah, know on, let, 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 let me get to some some of these questions um, oh for um, sure that's okay. what that's what the point of the life is right yeah you know so um yeah um she said uh, why why pay someone else's mortgage i think she's talking about the, the rental home. yeah why you might as well buy your own But the thing with those
0: that's why it doesn't exist as as much as as it used to, because if you were to miss three payments, then the rent to own would be forfeited. So a lot of people who who did get rent to own in the past, they did it because they were like they would have never been able to save the down payment. So this way they have the house that they're gonna buy, they live in it, and they're buying it in
2: in two thousand nineteen. So the price will be higher, but
0: uh, getting back to your point, might as well rent somewhere for cheaper, make a sacrifice, and save money, and then just enter the market with something that you like and become an owner right away. Mm -hmm. So we're we're not saying, uh, we're just trying to speak about the details of rent to own. It's not as easy, it's not as available as it was before, but I do agree with you. It's better if you just save the money, get educated, get some information, team up with family members, just buy something, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm.
2: Um, the, um, Jess Brown is like, um, how do you feel about owning? Speak up
1: with the questions, man. I can't hear you mm-hmm. oh, yeah, room, My man. bad,
2: my bad, my bad, my bad. Don't speak up. Jess of. Brown is asking, how do you feel about owning And owning is not an asset? I'm not sure. What you, what okay, you?
0: like, yeah, so I have some, you know, family members and clients who, uh, decided not to buy because they're just, uh, they have good jobs, so they're saving and they're traveling and they're enjoying life, but... Uh, that's what they said they don't feel like okay I should take all this money and just dump it into a property and then have the stress of, of paying bills and it's not an asset because it's the more the bank still owns the majority of the loan and whatnot mm-hmm. but I tell people that's just how it works if you were to buy something and two years like two years ago three years ago you would be sitting on a lot of capital and a lot of equity you might be able to use that as collateral to to take more money out or take a loan to start a business A lot of people may use their equity to start a business or to travel or to consolidate their loans. So it's not just buying a home, it's what you do after you buy the home to to get even into a better situation. How do you build your portfolio? It's not just one home or it's not just, that's not the end all goal, that's just the beginning. People like me growing up, I never knew that like it should be a necessity to have, it should be a right to have shelter. And then home ownership, everybody deserves to, to be a homeowner and reap the benefits of it. Of
1: course man, that's...
0: Your children reap the benefits. You create this, this wealth in 20, 25 years, before we retire, we'll have half a million. And like, like, I say that loosely, but that's 20 years, and we need a lot of money to retire. So like, think about your life. Think about 20, 30 years down the line, you know? The long term, the long run, I say. Yeah. When you have property, you
1: always have the luxury of no matter what, if this is your house, this is your house. And you sleep peacefully knowing, if anything goes wrong, my kids will just go back to that house I have for them. Exactly. You know, you, you, you know how good it feels to lie in your death bed and be like, I know my kids will never sleep in a shelter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, no matter what, they it also go back to that, even if it's a piece of crap house, there's a house there for them. That's their house, no one can kick them out of, not know, hey, uh, you're renting my house, I want back my house. You know what people I seen that happen to? Oh man! You know what people I seen that happen to? <laughs> Maybe in their house eating dinner. Hey, uh, I need my house. Maybe out will about a person a month. <laughs> like what the hell? Like in that so,
2: right there. So the She's uh, she, she's like um, exactly what I'm telling my daughter. She's 18. I want her. I want to add her to our mortgage and give her a step up. So when she's ready, we can sell and take out a second mortgage and buy her, mm-hmm. her house. So and that and that's. That's another thing, too, is like, you know, a lot of our parents were, were first generation Canadians, Canadians. They were just coming up right? here, they didn't and, have no... Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so even though um, they had those same aspirations, it took them, they weren't 25 to 35, getting their home. Little, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, back then it was like 45 to 65. Yeah, exactly, like exactly. Yeah.
2: Exact. And, and, and most of them weren't thinking about entrepreneurship or traveling, they were just working, 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 you know what I mean? So our generation and the generation after us has a chance, a, a, a good chance to be able to get a step up and, and foot down in the, in the country, you know?
0: For sure. Oh, I for agree.
2: sure.
0: Yeah, man. I agree. And, and I think like parents who set up their children in that manner is, is is the right step. And I think that's what everybody should do. Like just have the conversation so that it just stirs something in your mind. Instead of buying a $250,000 chain. Or I see people buying their kid Gucci. Gucci, this, that I'm too. like
1: your yeah, kid want Fortnite skin. He don't want no Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> your yeah, kid want Fortnite stuff. You're buying him oh Gucci. This God. kid don't, know. he don't.
0: Really? Hey, come it, on, it's man. Just, okay, if you have money saved for him and he's gonna be good and you wanna spend a little extra, Cool, but if you're buying him Gucci shoes and you don't have a RESP for him and money for him when he goes to school, I think that's just very irresponsible. Poor, prioritizing. It's just poor, poor prioritizing, right? So you got to put your children first. You got to be selfless, and you got to really make sacrifices Uh-oh. for the greater good.
2: The Don, the, the John, <laughs> Michelle Tinker says, own assets to build your own wealth instead of increasing the pockets of others. Buy it as a group if you can't own your own. Yeah, and that's, and that's a good idea too. Um, you know, get with your people's, you, you're spending all that time with it, and you might as well buy it and, and, and take the rooms and live together or rent it out together. Exactly. You know, manage it together, manage the rental. You know, good idea, Michelle. And you know, what? going
0: deeper into that, like, um, you could, everybody's portion will be tenants in common. So when you do it as a group, you could start a corporation, and mm. everybody can be a shareholder and buy as a corporation. So just some insider and tips that's, there, and that's,
2: and that's business. Yeah. You know, black business. Yes, mm. and you know
0: what? What it is? I just believe that the information is not available to us. It's not, it's not readily available. So for me to come in here and just give out the information that I learned over the ten years of you go, hold the on, business, let them
1: know. You would have to pay him for this information. <laughs> this is what you go to his seminars. Yeah. <laughs>
0: this
1: ain't free. He's giving you free game right now. Free this game. This is free, free game, game on how to look about getting
0: your first home and how to purchase and how to like just the knowledge you don't have. It's very possible to do. Don't think that it's, it's not it's it's impossible. Uh, if you focus on the problem, it's it's always going to be a problem. So focus on the solutions all the time, and just just know that. Owning something is is just beneficial. So if you're focusing on the Toronto housing uh, issues, there's so many issues, but how do you tackle it? Are you a politician? What type of power do we have? Or do we just go go together and, and try to make a change? Or how do we individually make a change and help our communities and our families? Let's start with that, like, you know, individuals and our families and the communities that we grew up with and promoting them to go buy something or saving something for their children and and creating generational wealth. I keep talking about generational, generational wealth, wealth, right? Leave something for your children's, grandchildren's,
2: grandchildren, right? It's that Game of Thrones mentality, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, 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 you right?
1: want to see generations do good, and you exactly. have to say, you, when your whole lady said, most of our generation, our more parents before us, they came here. They just came here from other places in the world. So we're, we're first generation Canadians. It's us. We're the ones that get the first crack at this, so,
0: Put our kids in a position to win, is the least. Win, 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 win. Position to win, positioning, definitely. So like if you're renting right now and you're in social housing, it's it's comfortable. Like as the parents, if you're not making enough or you're 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 struggling, it's real life. We understand. I've been there. I'm, we we can all relate here, right? So I'm not here on a bias. I've been there. So like when I'm speaking, believe me, i I was in social housing. Well, I grew up with the money in the trenches, and, 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 and we came out. We we, we knew this in couldn't be right. There had to be an exit strategy. We we deserve what other communities are deserving as 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 well. So it's just about coming out of your comfort zone, having an exit strategy. And just being very positive, and, and just having the vision, like I'm gonna do this one way or another, mm-hmm. and then just creating the path. Like if you know someone's done it, follow their path, or find someone who'll help you get to your to your path. I just said the other day,
1: you gotta learn to be a passenger in the car of success. Sometimes we have this misconception that we have to be the one driving the wheel. No, you gotta learn. You That's could true. be a passenger. You've seen someone else's you know what, I'm going to put my own twist on it, but I'm going to take your approach. I like the approach you took, brother. You could be a passenger in the car to of success and reach your goals in life.
2: Hey, ego, ego has a lot to do with a lot of these things, you know. Ask and, questions, ask for help. Ego, also, these things come from, you know, conditions that we have, conditions that we are put under, you know what I'm saying, so.
1: And like he, like he, I was going to segue into when he spoke it's about the masculinity aspect in, yeah, that's oh, what I was going to segue into Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the course, mental
2: health course, of issue course. of 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 these stigmas that we're under. You know what I mean? And and, and you're also doing some things on that. Yeah. Right? So talk about right. that a little bit. Yeah. So I'm doing I'm doing this
0: uh this, this this it's a pageant, but it's to create uh, awareness for uh, mental health awareness for for men because. Um, Um, men aren't really supposed to be vulnerable or soft or speak about their emotions or what they're going through if they're depressed or have anxiety they're supposed to just um, like growing up like we're supposed to just not say nothing just like you know be masculine about it and not shed a tear and, and hide from being emotional and vulnerable but that creates uh, a black state where you know you go and you you, you might go to alcohol or you, you might go to drugs and and mm-hmm. violence and and all these things and, and get depressed or or you know you 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 get into the state where you're you have like mental health issues and then that creates your demons you're you're fighting it with negativity and then because you don't have no one to talk to so it's not fair you should be you should like the the home with your mother father sisters brothers it starts there so. You should be able to go to your mother and father and say, mom, I'm depressed. Mm. And and your mom should be like, why are you depressed, son? And and those things don't really happen because you're probably ashamed to go to your mom and be like, how's she gonna think of me? I'm a man, I'm her son, but I'm depressed or I'm getting bullied. And how can I talk to my mom? She won't understand. Or, like, how could I go to my brother? He, like, I don't want them to know I'm going through this. No, it's okay to go through it, because everybody goes through it. cyber bullying, verbal abuse, this, that, social pressure, uh, community pressure, parents' pressure. Growing up, we have a lot of pressures and expectations. And when we don't get, the, uh, like, meet them, I, I see my own family get depressed. I, I had a brother-in-law who committed suicide, and I, I couldn't find the answers on why he did that. Uh, it was over 10 years, but uh, I had to, like, really... Um, be conscious about uh, suicide, depression, anxiety, because I realize that it just makes you feel like life is done, like end your life,
2: which is not the case. And and the thing with that is, is that we all know we're talking about buying homes and maintaining homes, and um, we know the stress of the, the, the job market, the, the work. The other
1: side of you know my three friends that went to high school just bought a home. I'm still renting. Right. My four friends That's just true. got married. I'm still just dating. Yeah, that yeah. pressure you put yourself under yes. when you're comparing yourself to other people's life, yeah, that yeah. is guaranteed a yeah. recipe for disaster. But just to be, like you said, being aware and being able to talk, I tell people all the time, you need to talk, talk. People come to me all the time and bear their soul because I'm like, bro, talk, that shit. You but, can't get that off your
2: chest. Of course, but listen, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying like, the, the, the pressure of keeping the 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 lights, the water, the electricity, like you know what I mean? Those little you ever see that that that, that um public service announcement where the girl, the lady's in the kitchen, she's open up the can, she opens up the can and the roof comes out. Yeah, closes the a, can it's a decision. the roof goes down. It's a
1: decision. Do I eat? Do it, I pay my rent? Exactly. Just like the light, when, when you turn on the light and I think the the fridge disappears, yes. so it's like, do I have a light or does my fridge stay?
2: Exactly. And so For an and, everyday and that life. That is the pressure that a lot of so-called middle class, but you know, they have their, they're own, home owners, but they're struggling to keep the payments up. You know what I'm saying? And that's where these mental health stresses and these things come into play.
0: You're right, because they might have their own issues. Your mom and father might be dealing with their own issues. And I want to just touch on that, the, the financial aspect, even as a mother and father, if, you can't, if you're short $200 and your son or your daughter's capable of working, have the conversation about finances so it just gets in their head like, okay, Mom has a house, but she's struggling. Maybe I should work and help her keep the house. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're 18, you're an adult. Like when I was 18, my dad said go get a job and start, you know, there's paying a lot, bills. There's so, a
1: lot of people that argue and debate that to this day. Well, that's a- No, no, um, no, no, you know what I mean, debate. I see, I know there's a lot of 18-year-olds, they don't want to help mom. 19-year-olds, they don't want to help mom. I know people that are 20, 22, 23, they have kids living in mom's house. They don't want to pay no bills. They want to eat all the groceries. And it's because I literally could say, it's almost like the security blanket. I see people do it when it's in housing. When they know no matter how fuck a mom is, we good. Yeah. Okay. It's different when you know, you can go back to your house when they lots of change.
2: Yeah.
1: Sheriff's department's there. Yeah. So, it's just a little different it is. with that.
0: So, th- that comfort, is it really comfort or is it just convenience at that time? Because they're not looking at the longer picture, like the bigger picture. Like, mm. are yeah, we gonna definitely, be here forever?
2: Definitely, is this definitely, what our life
0: is? We're convenient. We're comfortable here, and and they know
1: places. They just yeah. That's why I say it's key for you to have the
0: vision and want better and do better. And I, and I think a platform like this, what you guys are doing, is amazing to like just have this conversation for people to to hear that you know there's finances, but beyond the finances, there's mental healthness. How do you like some people like your father if he doesn't make enough money? Like he probably probably doesn't like as a man feel like I can't go to my child and be like oh. Son, I don't make enough money, so I can't do this. this. Right now,
1: most hustles—they say majority of women are the breadwinners.
0: Yeah, and oh, yeah, yeah, majority of yeah. women are the breadwinners. Yeah, yeah, and and that's another thing. So men who are in a in a situation where the woman is the breadwinner, like I'm telling you, that's okay. Don't feel like you're weak or whatever. Embrace that woman and try to better yourself as well because we have to embrace the woman as well. So, I'm just saying it's like, before it was very, you have to be the man, the breadwinner, and do everything, but. a different time, now, now. But it uh, doesn't demand Well, as a
1: father, you might have to go work on the car and go do the laundry. <laughs> you might have to go cut the lumber for the tree and uh, yeah. go sell your daughter's, but, but, you know, ballet but skirt. But now
2: But now this goes into why, uh, you know, kind of causes of mental health is the, the stigmas these these stereotypes that people are these boxes people are put in so that when it comes time to have to do that now the, the That's the, why I'm you be know, happy. they've been put in a box and um, I'm this I'm this man who's the man of man's but you know what my woman's making more money than me. It's a a logical choice for me to stay home with the kids. But
1: That's why I'm going to be happy to say I could get into, because we have to get ready to close up, but we're going to get into two exercises. Man in the box is one exercise where it shows you basically the stigma of being a man and what it could do if you put a man in these boxes of you should play sports, you should be strong, you should know how to fix a car. Or fight. Or you should know how to fight and win a fight. Mm -hmm. It's like the stigma of you want to put that... girls are under that same stigma every time you open a magazine or now go on their phone. And it's the same thing that you just have to be able to address. But we're going to get into those exercises, but my man. Thank you so much,
0: man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Love, man. Uh, Appreciate Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for watching and listening. Amazing. Keep it up, guys. Straight. Let
2: my life see you.